0: You're listening to a podcast from Columbia Christian Fellowship in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Our services are weekly at 10 a.m. We hope to see you there. It's just good to be here with all of you today. And. You know, if you can't feel comfortable with you guys, you can't feel comfortable anywhere. So it's just great to be here, and uh, let's just take a minute and open in prayer. Father, I give you thanks for this day, and thank you for uh, providing this day for us. Lord, I want to thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love. And Lord, thank you that uh, we can worship you uh, today through communion, that you've given us this, uh, this communion time to uh, search ourselves and to make things right and to glorify you, Father, for who you are. Lord, would you work in each one of our hearts and uh, in, in our lives, Lord, and Lord, I ask that you would accomplish uh, your will within each of us that you want to accomplish today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're just going to start by uh, just going over some things about communion uh, and about where we're at as a church. Um, There are two ordinances mentioned in scripture. Some call them sacraments. Some churches even have more than two some up to seven that I am aware of. But there are certain, certainly two scriptural ordinances, or sacraments, if you will, that Jesus gave to the church. These are to be practiced and celebrated by the church throughout the church age. There are baptism and communion, which we're not gonna do the baptism today. Next week we're gonna continue with that baptism, Lord willing, and. We've got to ask the Lord to heal these people up so that He can get here. So, uh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want to ask for the healing of those who are going to be baptized next week. So between last week and this week, we've fulfilled uh, these instructions given by Jesus, baptism and communion. So Matthew 28, 19 uh, gives the words of Jesus uh, in, in this scripture and he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all that I have commanded. So the first ordinance of baptism is the church baptizes because Jesus told us to. It's scriptural. Uh, that's what he wants us to do. When people come to know the Lord, is to baptize them. And if you've come to know the Lord and you haven't been baptized, I want to urge you to do that. Um, I did it probably a couple years after I had been gotten saved. But looking back, I I, I kind of wished I would have done it earlier. But it's all you know. It's always up to what the Spirit leads you to do at that point in time. But you know, if you if you're newly saved like last, or the baptism had some newly saved guys and, and, and ladies that uh, got baptized right away. And that, that's great to seal that deal. Those who come to know Jesus are to be baptized. We fulfill this ordinance sacrament when we baptize those who will come to know him we explained baptism in last week so we're not going to continue anything further with that uh, that'll be for next week so today's title is do this in remembrance of me communion of course is the other ordinance sacrament mentioned in scripture luke 22:19 he took some bread and gave thanks to god then he broke it into pieces and gave it to his disciples saying this is my body which i have given for you do this in remembrance of me these words were spoken by jesus at an event that was called the last supper jesus gathered with his disciples on thursday evening before the friday which he was crucified there they ate the last meal he would share with them during he he would share this with them during his earthly life. At this meal, Jesus instituted the ordinance uh, we call communion, or in some circles referred to as the Last Supper, the table with the Lord, the Eucharist, etc. Uh, the practice of the CCF is we call it communion it has its origin in what we know as the last supper and the church our church uh, has practiced this celebration communion in some form or another ever since you know we've began here so communion's about remembrance What are we to remember? Mainly the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Jesus died and was buried and resurrected from the dead for us. It was for us that he suffered greatly on the cross. He was buried and he rose again. This is what we are to remember and be thankful and grateful for. Romans 5 6 says this when we were utterly helpless Christ came at just the right time and died for us and many of us were helpless (laughs) that's one thing that I mean for for many of us we came to know Christ in desperation we were at a point in our lives where things just weren't working. And God just happened to be there and minister to us. And it's called removing of the veil, where he removed the veil from our eyes so that we could see him. Uh, from many of us, it took a long time, others a short time. But that's how it works. The Holy Spirit comes upon us. Our eyes are open to see, and we receive Christ. There's an invitation today for you to do that if you haven't done it. You can just pray pray a real simple prayer. In fact, if if you'd like to get it out of the way right now, let's just pray that prayer, okay? Lord Jesus, we just give you thanks for who you are, for the great sacrifice that you made for each of us, for all mankind. Father, we ask you to come into our hearts and to cleanse us. We want you to be our Savior, Lord God, and we give our lives to you. Father, thank you for hearing my cry, and thank you for forgiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. So Jesus was willing to die on the cross for our sins because he loved his father so much. He made that sacrifice. And that sacrifice gives us forgiveness of sins and eternal life. It doesn't always change the world around us, but it changes you. And that change that Jesus gives us and the Holy Spirit gives us enables us to function in this world, (laughs) so to speak, because uh, we all know that that life is rapidly changing and and some of our ideals and beliefs are harder to live in these days than ever before. But Christ gives us the ability to do that. Uh, Even in his word, it says uh, all things are possible through him and for those who trust in him. Uh, Nothing's too difficult for Jesus. 1 Peter 3.18, Christ suffered for our sins once and for all, for all time. He never sinned, but he died for the sinners to bring you and I safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but was raised to life by the Spirit. He died for sinners to bring you and me, all who believe safely back to him. And to add to that, it takes away our guilt and shame that we might experience through life, the things that we've encountered in life, uh, the things that we've done wrong. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, well, I'm gonna make up for what I've done wrong. You know, that, that's a good thought, but in reality, you don't have to. Because when you experience the forgiveness of Jesus, all those things are wiped away. As far as the east is from the west, we are forgiven. And God offers forgiveness over and over and over and over again. Don't ever put yourself in the position where you're saying, well, I think I've run out of forgiveness from God, because that's not true. The best thing to do actually is to ask for forgiveness every day. God will lead you. He'll guide you. He'll 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 show you moments that you need to ask for forgiveness. But, you know, many times, you know, on your own that you're not you're not doing what's right. Take care of it immediately. Don't don't live in that because it just it just grows. It's like a lie. It just turns into another lie and another lie. And another lie so take care of it and God graciously offers it it's nothing to be afraid of he wants to do it he wants you to be right with him so communion is about setting time apart for special reflection in the death burial and resurrection of Jesus for our sakes on our behalf Christ died for us for the forgiveness of sin. 1 Thessalonians 5.10 says, Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. No eternal separation from God. Now eternal fellowship with God forever. No hell for all those who trust in him. Communion is a time to uh, reflect and remember that. So leading up to. Christ's betrayal in First Corinthians eleven twenty-three, 23. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, gave thanks to God, broke it in pieces and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When that night Jesus was betrayed, it was a Thursday night, the Lord Jesus took some bread, gave thanks to God, broke it in pieces and said, this is my body for which I've, I've given you. Do this in remembrance of me. Kind of put the cart before the horse here. A little bit here, so I'm just going to read through these these verses, uh, and then give some instructions on the communion. So, First Corinthians says this about the cup: in the same way, he took the cup of wine, saying, "This is the cup of the new covenant, covenant between God and His people, an agreement confirmed with My blood. Do this in remembrance of Me." For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Okay, so I just wanna share some basic instructions as we get started here. Okay, for any visitors who are here today, if you know Jesus is your personal Savior, you're more than welcome to partake with us. In fact, I invite you to do that. Children of any age are welcome with consent of their parents. Uh, you know, you use your best judgment for your children uh, when it comes to uh, communion, but they're they're definitely of any age are welcome to take communion you know uh, I'll put it this way as long as they love Jesus then they're eligible okay and you know we've been talking about examining yourself there's a reason to examine yourself and that's found in 1 Corinthians 11:23 23 to 29 anyone who eats this bread and or drinks of this cup cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. Which is basically, it's just saying that uh, take this time, and I feel like God's given us a special opportunity to take this time and and allow him to do a deep examination. Many times that takes a humbling of our own hearts. So humble yourself and open your heart up to him uh, and allow him to come in during this time and and just do the work that he wants to do. Uh, You won't regret it for sure. It's, you know, God in these days is just offering himself up to us in such a mighty and powerful way week after week. So I would urge you to do that. Uh, i'd like the elders that are going to be serving to come forward um how we're going to do this is you come out into the aisles on whichever side you're on come up to a table grab the elements and then go sit back down and then we'll we'll partake together So you guys can come forward if you like. What's that? Uh, Let's try to keep the flow the same, if we could please. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's just take a couple moments to you know, allow the Lord to examine ourselves, get anything cleared up that you want to and uh, Brandon's going to come and pray over the elements and uh, when he's done praying then we'll, uh, we'll partake of uh, first the bread, then the cup uh, but we'll just do that consecutively okay,
1: thank you Lord you are good and your faithfulness endures forever forever and ever and ever and ever and always will you will always be faithful you can't help but not be faithful and we praise you for that lord father i thank you so much for this this act that you commanded us to do to remember what you did for us the the basis of our faith in you your death your resurrection it's, it's the foundation of our faith and the foundation of our faith for salvation. And we praise you for, for this command that you you called us to. I thank you, Lord, for the, how this, this unites us together as a family, even closer, Father. Um, when your son gathered with his disciples, his family, his friends, people who he said, these are my mother, these are my brothers, those people he gathered with and had this and told them to... to to do this, to remember Him and to remember what He did for Him, and that's what we're doing now. And I thank You for that unity that Your Spirit creates when we do this together. And I, I just, I think, Father of the, there's got to be other believers in the world doing this this morning. I mean, it's Sunday. It's a, it's a, it's the more, it's the day that we gather together as believers, traditionally, Father. And I just thank You that there's there's other believers, I believe, that are that are doing this this morning in remembrance of You. And we thank You, and we're standing together as the body of Christ, as the ecclesia, Declaring what you did for us your death your burial and your resurrection and that's all that we need and that's what unites us And that's what binds us. Thank you so much father Thank you for what you did and who you are to us regardless of who we are. Thank you father Okay, well,
0: uh, we'll have the band come forward and we'll get ready to worship here I kind of wanted to share a little bit of what I sense the Lord is uh, speaking to the church. And it's, it's about, it's basically about our, our health. It's about presenting our bodies as sacrifices to the Lord. Um, 1 Corinthians 6.19 And 20 says this, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. And, you know, uh, health doesn't come any easier the older you get or anything like that. But, you know, God really does call us to be healthy vessels for him. He calls, he wants to have uh, healthy temples to uh, be able to dwell in. that way he can accomplish uh, the things that he wants to accomplish through us. So I just kind of wanted to briefly share that with you. There's many other verses that speak to that, but we won't share them right now. So... Uh, We're just going to go ahead and get started in worship. Thank you for listening to our weekly message. To connect with us, visit our website at blesscolumbia.org.